For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Over 5 million people play football in the USA and here to bring it to you in the raw, uncut, unadulterated is the undisputed number one sports show in Atlanta and abroad. 100 yards of football live from headquarters. It's more than a game, more than a show. It's where football blends culture, economics, and society. Tap in, tune in, and lock in to 100 yards of football now. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first to market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information, from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Welcome to 100 Yards Football today. Today we highlight an NFL legend. He just got voted into the Hall of Fame. His name is Clifford Branch. By way of the University of Colorado and the Oakland Raiders. So if you like the video today, please come in and share it. I'm your host, Vincent Turner. And joining me as always to talk about these great legends, things that go on at Florida State University, uh, program update, 12-year veteran, Florida State royalty. Don't make no mistake. He started what Florida State is today. My man, Mr. Bobby Butler. So if you like the video today, please come in and share it. And we'll surely, surely appreciate it here on 100 Yards Football. So, Mr. Butler, how you doing? I'm wonderful, Vincent. How are you this, this beautiful morning? Hey, I can't be, man. I got a full of energy. <laughs> I'm ready to talk about my man, Clifford Branch. And I guess the first question I want to ask you, mm-hmm. did you have an opportunity to play against Mr. Branch? Yes, I did. Yes, okay. I did. And I remember the very first time, Vincent. I was, uh, it's my second game into my NFL career. Second preseason game in 1981, the Falcons traveled to Oakland. And uh, I was excited, man, because the the Raiders had just won the Super Bowl the previous season against the okay. Eagles. Yeah. And I wanted to see Lester Hayes come out of the locker room. So mm-hmm. I was still in awe, you know, my second game. Um, couldn't really believe that I was there. Um, but I had the opportunity to play against uh, one of the best. And Cliff Branch definitely was one of the best. Okay. Talk about Cliff Branch. What made him so successful in him becoming a Hall of Famer? What was, what was the one thing that sticked out in your mind about Clifford Branch? Well, he was a game changer. And you think about the day he played in, Vincent, he was, um, you know, in the era of running the football. But the Raiders had figured a formula out 
And they figured it out once they drafted Cliff Branch. They never had speed like that before. And because of the success of Cliff Branch in the organization, Al Davis always looked for speed after that point. Um, Cliff, first of all, was a track star. You know, he ran a 10 flat 100 meters, which at that time was one of the best in the world. Um, he was a great 200 meter guy. But here's, here's the thing about him. Not only was he a track phenom, he was also a great football player. And so I want people to understand, just because you're a great track guy does not transcend to the game of football. And just because you're fast on the track don't mean you got football speed. Mm-hmm. That needs to sync with some of y'all, some of our audience. Um, because Cliff was a true track star and a good, good football player. So that combination combined meant trouble for a lot of cornerbacks in the NFL. I think when I think about Cliff Branch, I think about his battles against Mel Blunt. And I was seeing something yesterday during my background work on how Mel Blunt sometimes would tackle him and pick him up and body slam. And I think about today's game. <laughs> and I said to myself, <laughs> Mel Blunt probably wouldn't even be playing on the field. But what stick out to me about Cliff Branch, I like the he's from Houston, Texas. Oh, yeah. And I know a lot of people from Houston. I know some people that went to his high school, Warren High School. And I got to thinking, he kind of set the tone for a lot of people that came in the league out of high school in, in Houston. When you think about Larry Michaud, ah, Greg Cadillac Anderson, <laughs> Mike Singletary. Yes, sir. And then the great Otis Taylor kind of set the tone before him. Yes. Then Lord Month. And then, and then you're looking at not only from a football standpoint, but the former lead singer with in vogue, Terry Ellis. You know yes. how fine she was. <laughs> and I'm thinking about his high school is correct. <laughs> how he came out of that situation and then he went to the University of Colorado. And then be honest, true, true, um, true story. I know about Club Branch, who was at Colorado back in 71, because Colorado was ranked 14th in the country and they played mm-hmm. Ohio State in the Horseshoe up there in Columbus. Mm-hmm. And Ohio State was coming out the road in rank number seven. And Colorado won that game. Mm-hmm. And the key player was Cliff Branch taking a punt back 69 yards. Mm-hmm. I said, man, that guy got a lot of speed. So then I kind of turned my focus to the 72 NFL draft. Mm. And I'm going to give you some names. These was all the people that was drafted before Cliff Branch. <laughs> Amal Rashad at Oregon. Uh-huh. Jerome Barkham at Jackson State. Uh-huh. Chad Beasley at uh, Auburn. Mike Ciani, that played it, became a teammate with Oakland. That's right. Glenn Daugherty at Michigan. Tom Reynolds at San Diego State. Charles McKee at Arizona. <laughs> Gary Hammond at SMU. Robert West at San Diego State. And Andy Hamilton at LSU. Mm-hmm. Where are them guys at now? Quiet. <laughs> <laughs> and then you look at Club Branch. You're right. Oakland, they kind of really changed the focus of football, man. And to be honest, that's why the passing game is very relevant today. Al Davis had it figured out. You get you somebody on the outside that can take it deep and stretch the defenses. Then it's going to open up everything else. And it's going to make your quarterback play better because the deep ball, once you start connecting, man, and the thing, I didn't know Cliff Branch had 67 touchdowns in his career. Mm-hmm. And I don't really remember seeing Cliff Branch catch too many slants. 
And he had only like 8,000 career yards. Yes. But the thing that stick out to me by Chris uh, Clifford Branch, Bobby, mm -hmm. he came up big when the money was on when the, the line. When the money was on the line. That's right. That's right. The money on the line. Mm -hmm. Against Minnesota in the Super Bowl, he had only three receptions but he, for 20 yards, but he had a key 15-yard reception in that game. Mm -hmm. Then against the Eagles. Like you said, coming off that Super Bowl year, he had five or seven, six, seven yards, two touchdowns. Mm -hmm. Then against the Redskins, even as a 35-year-old, mm -hmm. in that Super Bowl game. Mm -hmm. And then even on Monday night, that's mm -hmm. why I really go back at 83. He took wow. that still the longest playing in NFL history, a 99-yard touchdown. But he played hard, man, and he kind of mm – -hmm. Put me in the mind, you only played at 155 pounds. Mm -hmm. That's right. You got to be a dog, man, to play in that. <laughs> the, and, and the game was way much physical. Oh, way more. Yeah, than it is now. Yes. I mean, you got away with a lot, but then the skill set with Cliff Branch, the line release. Right. The quickness. The playmaking ability. But you look at the Raiders teams, you really don't. Over the years, he's not really mentioned in Oakland Raiders royalty like that. Right. And I'm really glad that he made it in the Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. Because when you're talking about the Raiders, you're talking about Marcus Allen, you talk about Jack Tatum, you talk about Dale LaMonica, you talk about Jim Plunkett. You even talk about your guy from Florida State, Fred Belivikoff. More than any receiver. Yeah. But mm -hmm. nobody really talks about Clifford Branch, man. Mm -hmm. But now, when I look at it, he's getting his due. Mm -hmm. And I'm very happy for him. Mm -hmm. And, man, when you look at it, he was a guy that can really, really take the top off, man. And then the battles he had. Right. Even in practice, Lester Hayes. Ah. But then going against the Steelers and Mel Blunt. Oh, yeah. Man, that was real there. It, it was real. Here's the thing, Vincent. I want you to take this in consideration. Think about the era he played in, right? The era he played in was you run the ball until you have to throw. So the feature receiver, what they would call a day, the number one receiver for the Oakland Raiders was Fred Belitnikoff. Okay? Fred was a guy that can work you from a route running standpoint, right? Yes, sir. But the thing that made Fred so good, not only was Fred good, he was a good player, but the backside, how Cliff Branch would take the top off the, um, off the coverage. And so that allowed Fred to single up and do his magic, right? And so that guy, even though Cliff could have been a number one receiver somewhere, he's still considered the number two guy, right? And so let's think about the history of the game. Bob Hayes playing in the late 60s, early 70s. He mm -hmm. was to take the roof off the top mother sucker, if you understand what I'm saying. Yes, sir. <laughs> you know, and so that guy is not necessarily the guy. But if he'd been playing in today's game, everybody would be bowing down like that. Yeah, he'll be the guy. He'll be the guy right. because everybody's catching balls now. Cliff Branch was special. I, I remember that night I played against him for the first time. Now, here's the deal back then. I never had to face him one-on-one. -on -one because some, some teams back in the old day, Vincent, I don't know why, if you play receiver for them, you play on one side. 
So he played both X and Z. He never swapped sides. He always played to his left side. And I was a left corner. So I never had to really line up against him and compete. But Kenny Johnson did from Moss Point, Mississippi. And, you know, he, he, he burned us down the middle of the field for a long post pass on Kenny that day. Um, but, you know, we're, we're in cover free. Our free safety should have been available. He was, anyway, Cliff was special. Now, here's the other thing. You have a lot of speed guys in the game, even to this day. And we see the speed guys from a combine standpoint. They may be uh, projected to go fourth, fifth round, but they get to the combine, they run a 4 2 four. So now they go up. from a fourth and fifth yeah. round draft selection to a first and second round, and we don't hear about them again in the next few years, right? Because they were not that good of a football player in the jump, right, from the jump. Cliff Branch was a football player and a speed guy. And so his numbers speak for themselves. You know, nobody can ever break the longest touchdown, pass or receiving touchdown in the history of the game because we can't measure 100 yards. We can't put the ball on the goal line, right? So the best anybody can do is tie him for that, right? But on top of being a stretch guy, Vincent, here's the thing about Cliff Brent that was special. He can work you in the intermediate routes. And because he can do that, he had the fear of the corners. And so instead of playing him and, and really challenging him, they gave him space, right? That's the ultimate respect for a wide receiver if a corner gives you space. Now what you can do, Vincent, if, if the coach is on board, if he understands the chess game, let me say this. Every coach don't understand how to play the chess game. Most coaches in the NFL to this day are not professional or excellent in the playing the chess game. So all they're interested in is the creativity of their playbook. And whatever their playbook says, they're going to run plays according to that and according to down and distance and according to certain situations. As opposed to looking at the matchups. See, when you start looking at the matchups, you start talking about the chess game. How far is he playing on cliff? Now, what can we go to? How can we get this guy because he's playing Cliff a certain way? All right, over here on Fred, how are they playing Fred? You know, so I'm looking for the matchups and things that we can exploit because teams game plan you just like you game plan them, right? So Oakland was excellent at the chess game. That's why they won all those Super Bowls. That's why Cliff Branch went to, he was an all-pro. Three or four times he played in the Pro Bowl. You know, he led the league in touchdown receptions. Bro, you don't do that if you're not getting an opportunity to catch balls. So they understood with Cliff Branch and Fred on the field at the same time. They understood how to play a chess game. And then you fast forward, who developed that in the, who, who was that team in the 80s? Or let's say the 90s, the Dallas Cowboys. Because they would blow the top off the other side and Michael Irvin would do his magic in the middle. And so they had that formula down. And with all the receivers in the game today, with all the athletes, with the, um, the way they've take the, taken the physicality out of the game and you can only do so much, it's an offensive game now. The, the, the viewers, the coaches, the league owners, they want to see more touchdowns. They want to sell more 
more money. They want to sell more market, more commercials, right? And what's, what, what does that, Vincent? Not great defensive battles. In my 12 years in the NFL, they never came into the in, into the room because what they do, the league will come into, into go, will go to every team in preseason mm-hmm. and talk about the new rules because they change rules every year. Now, listen at this. In my 12 years, they never came to the Falcons and talked about a change to enhance defensive play. It was always how we're going to score more touchdowns. And I'd be sitting back in that meet like, come on, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. Come on, man. They're already getting away with murder. Come on, man. And so they want to score more points, right? And so you think about the game today. But you think about the old game when when when, when Mel Blunt can pick you up and slam you on the line of screen. Uh, yeah. Let me tell y'all something. Cliff Branch was 155 pounds. That's what I weighed when I came in the league, 155. All right? Cliff Branch was a speed guy. I was a track All-American at Florida State as well, right? So I understand that. But thank God for Cliff Branch because there's a lot of guys like me to play the game. Cliff Branch, if he was playing today, Vincent, he wouldn't play corner. Let's get that clear. He couldn't play corner. We're talking about a guy who was 6'4", 220. And now the, the rule is you can't bump the guy but one time within the first five yards. He couldn't do that. But he'll be an edge rusher. He can play in the secondary somewhere in the safety. But he will not be a corner in today's game. But I take my hat off to Mel Blunt because he was a special, unique guy. So that's the thing. The Raiders were able to take Cliff Branch and stretch the defense and work a defense to death. And then, just like you see Tom Brady today, a dink over here, a dunk over here, a dunk over here, a dink over here, and now I'm going up top. That was the formula for the Raiders back in the old day, and it worked this way. And And the thing that I'm so sorry about, Vincent, more than anything, I'm happy that Cliff Branch is going to the Hall of Fame this year in a week or so. But I'm disappointed that he didn't go in when he was alive. Yes, sir. Because his numbers were always there. I can't take it when they have these older guys who deserve to be in that they you know they they don't go in until it's too, you know they can't even get their roses right. You, you know, I'm praying right now that my boy, my class, Everson Walls, get in. Yes, sir. I pray he get his roses. There are a lot of guys that haven't gotten their roses yet because they're trying to make some of these guys be first-time ballot winners. That's crazy, though. It's crazy. But I take my hat off to the Branch family. Um, it, it's, it's, it's an honor that's well-deserved. Uh, I'm happy for him. He was a great, he was a big time ball player and, and, and congratulations to the, to the branch family. Now, a serious question here mm-hmm. and probably the biggest question of the day. Mm-hmm. Ott John Stallworth, Drew Pearson, Lynn Swan. You still take club branch over all them? Absolutely. <laughs> I was see, here's, now, those guys are great football players, right? They couldn't get deep. They couldn't get deep. Unless unless there's something happened where, but it's not like Cliff Branch can get deep when he wants to. That's my point. When he wants to. 
and he he he'll, he gonna take the top off, and you better respect it because he wasn't a guy that was gonna run in there and drop balls. He's gonna make you look stupid <laughs> if, he, if, the, if Plunkett threw in the ball or LaMonica threw in the ball. He's gonna make you look stupid. He's a great player. He made Ken Stabler. Can we say that? He made Ken Stabler. Hey, by the way, I gotta say this. I'm not touching my own thing, but you know, every time I played against a snake, I I pick the snake. Really? <laughs> Even when he went over to Houston. You when he was with the Raiders, when he's with the, you when he's with Houston, and when he was with uh the Saints. Every time. Awesome. Awesome. That's right. Atlanta played on the <laughs> That's awesome. That's, that's awesome. That is awesome. But the biggest key, the one thing that you mentioned about Cliff Branch is that look at all the speed that comes in the game. You brought up a good point today because I asked these guys, guy came to my mind, John Ross, the wide receiver, University of Washington. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a couple of years ago, played on the Washington team that played Alabama over in the uh, right. college football playoff championship game. Mm-hmm. And that kid went to the combine and ran a 429. Mm-hmm. But couldn't stick in Cincinnati. And he, now he's out of the league. And that's so much of a good point. And it and it tells me that that's why we're very fortunate here at 100 yards of football that you bring them points up. Because there is questions. Why are these speed guys, the fifth, sixth round picks, they go to the combine within one week? They run this outstanding 40 time, and these teams still take them where they don't really have the football skills in place. Exactly. Can you explain that before we leave today? Why do teams do that? Well, you, you know. <laughs> why do they do that today? When you know well, I'm going to tell you why. Those guys who are making those choices. Oh. Those Ooh. guys who are making those choices. Don't Ooh, come I know where you're going to go. They don't come from where I come from, Vincent. <laughs> I know you. I know a good point, BB. Okay, so what they want to do, they want to look at a horse like he a regular horse, but at the end of the day, all the secretariat's babies were not triple crown winners. <laughs> you know, yeah. I hope y'all can pick up on what I'm saying, right? So yeah. the guys who, at the end of the day. And I like to use this analogy. I use this all the time. Talking about Evander Holyfield, who's a great friend of mine. The whole time Evander was a heavyweight, none of the so-called experts considered him a heavyweight. But he knocked out every heavyweight in his class. Why? That thing right there. You can't measure man by his size. You can't measure man by his talents. You measure man from what's on the inside of him. He knocked out everybody. Cliff Branch can play football. No doubt about it. Jerry Rice ran the 4 6 40. He never ran better, but he played the game like he was 4 3. See, you can never judge what's on the inside of a man, right? And even those guys like Fred Belitnikov, Fred probably couldn't run a 4 7 40, but he can get open. You can't judge what's on the inside of a man's chest. And so at the end of the day, for me, the only way to evaluate talent is by watching the tape and ask yourself this question. Can he play? How does he play against the best competition? 
Does he show up? Vincent, I don't care about no 40 time. I don't care about no vertical inch jump. I don't care about no bench press. And I'm thankful that when I came out, I weighed 155 pounds. At the end of the day, somebody said he can play football. That's simple. That's some final words about Cliff Branch. Well, he's one of the special men in the game of all time. And he changed um, the way the game was played. Um, he was so great that after his career, Al Davis was still looking for Cliff Branch. He kept bringing in guys with speed yep. to see who was the next Cliff Branch. That's true. And his son is still doing the same thing. Because I can imagine at the Davis household, at the dinner table, Cliff, Cliff Branch's name came up quite often. Before we end our show today, we'd like to mention one more time, this show is presented by Bet Online. If you like the video today, please come, please come in and share. To Raider Nation, you need to give honor to Cliff Branch next week at the Hall of Fame. To the producer, Mr. Jeremiah Long, thank you so much. When I think about Club Branch, man, I'm going to keep it real and simple. I think about August the 6th, 1945, when the atomic bomb <laughs> was dropped on Japan. <laughs> Club Branch was the atomic bomb for the silver and black. It's Commitment silly. to excellence. If you like the video, please come in and share it. Vincent Turner and my guest, the legend. The veteran, that's what makes this platform so special. We have this gentleman right here because he's a gentleman that was an undrafted free agent, that didn't play three years in the league, and we argue all the time. And I'm going to say it today. Maybe he was part of the greatest NFL draft of all time. <laughs> 1981, 25th selection overall, the Atlanta Falcons, Mr. Bobby Butler, thank you. So, Enjoy the week here on 100 Yards of Football. Thank you and God bless. We're coming back. What is your favorite moment from football history? What teams and players are you cheering on? And who will win it all? We want to hear from you, our listeners. Head over to 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio's Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch and leave us a comment. We might use your suggestion in an upcoming episode. Tune in daily to the podcast and watch our show live every week. We are 100 Yards of Football Sports Talk Radio on the Believe Podcast Network. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.